Welcome to the St. Michael Advent Podcast Series. My name is Mary Lesman, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Advent is Prepare the Way. Join us as we ready ourselves for the coming of Christ again. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 57 to 66. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. On the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said, No, he is to be called John. They said to her, None of your relatives has this name. Then they began motioning to his father to find out what name he wanted to give him. He asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And all of them were amazed. Immediately his mouth was open and his tongue freed, and he began to speak, praising God. Fear came over all their neighbors, and all these things were talked about throughout the entire hill country of Judea. All who heard them pondered them and said, What then will this child become? For indeed, the hand of the Lord was with him. Here ends the reading. Naming our children is a big, important decision, and parents spend quite a bit of time discerning which name they will choose. Expectant parents pore over baby name books for hours, going so far as to investigate language of origin and meaning. They say potential names, first, middle, and last, out loud to hear how it sounds and flows. Sometimes they're looking to emphasize the generational connection, thinking about folks in the family, parents, grandparents, aunts, and uncles that they want to honor by naming their child after them. Likewise, in the biblical tradition, naming a child was a serious event. In the story of the birth of Isaac and Rebecca's twins, we are told that their first son was born red and covered with hair, so they named him Esau, which means hairy. Their second son came out holding his brother's heel, so they named him Jacob, which means he grasps the heel. Sometimes names are aspirational or declaration of faith. Elijah, for instance, means Jehovah is my God. At a time when Baal worship was ubiquitous, Elijah's parents asserted their faith in the one true God. And of course, just as we regularly do in our families today, there was the tradition of naming a son after his father. And that is definitely the expectation of friends and family in our gospel passage for today. It is the eighth day after the birth of Elizabeth and Zechariah's son, a miracle child for this older couple. Elizabeth, though an oddity in the village with her late-in-life pregnancy, has been on cloud nine, understanding this child to be a gift from God. Zechariah probably feels the same, but we can't know this because he hasn't been able to speak for nine months. When the angel Gabriel announced God's intention to Zechariah, that Elizabeth would bear a son, that his son must be named John, that he will be great in God's sight and would prepare the people for the Lord. Zechariah couldn't believe it, and his gut response was to question it. How will I know that this is so, he asks. 
Zechariah's initial response is to ask for proof, not to trust in God, even as God's angelic messenger stands right before him. And so, as a punishment for his lack of faith, Gabriel zaps Zechariah, making him mute. Zechariah is still unable to speak on this important day when his son, the fulfillment of God's promise, will be circumcised. The family and friends that have gathered to celebrate the child's birth and circumcision must look to Elizabeth for all their answers. You're going to name him Zechariah after his father, right? They ask. But Elizabeth tells them, no, his name will be John. They are confused because there's no one in the family named John. They look to Zechariah and he writes on a pad, his name is John. Immediately, Zechariah's tongue is freed and he bursts into praise of God. In Zechariah's obedience, in naming the child as God has instructed, his repentance is complete and he's able to share what is in his heart, which is praise of God. Our parents play a vital role in our identity, but God plays a bigger role. It was at God's direct instruction that John received his name. John is a shortened version of Jehoanan, which means God is gracious. John will be an embodiment of God's grace. To his parents, who received the joy of a son after years of childlessness. To God's people, as he calls them to repent and prepare for the new thing God is doing. And in his service to and honor of Jesus, the one God has sent him to announce. God has a chosen role for John. He has a call on John's life. John's earthly parent's job is to help raise him and protect him and empower him so that he might live into that call. Let us look around at all those young people who have been gifted to us in our life. Children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, neighbors, and friends. May we see them as the embodiment of God's grace that they are. May we raise, protect, and empower them that they might live into God's call on them. And may we burst forth in praise of God when we experience the fulfillment of promise in their lives. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Purify our conscience, Almighty God, by your daily visitation, that your Son, Jesus Christ, at his coming, may find in us a mansion prepared for himself, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. 